You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another very interesting episode of Ask Drone You. I think you're going to really like this episode, if you're getting going and you're getting growing, you've been hitting that low-hanging fruit and you're like, what's the next best path? So that's what we're going to talk about today. As always, my name is Paul. My name is Rob. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with us. Super excited to be here hanging out with you. And uh, yeah, hopefully we have some information that will be useful for you and your future. Totally. And one thing that I want to tell you about before we get into today's question is our experience training happening here in colorful Colorado. This is going to be a drone adventure, a training of five days and a drone challenge two days after that. What are we doing? We're focusing on construction deliverables. We're focusing on a training that's going to go over aerial photography, aerial videography, mapping, and complex 3D modeling. And it's a gamified experience where you're going to stay on site and you're going to produce these same deliverables. You're going to be graded. You're going to be judged. You're going to have an opportunity to make some money. Hope you like that. You got to check out experience.thedroneu.com and join us May 22nd through May 28th of this year at a wonderful, beautiful location to have a drone experience unlike anything you have ever experienced. Take it from the people who joined us last year because we're already halfway sold out. So I hope to see you there, experience.thedroneu.com. Hey guys, my name's Jake. I do real estate photography and video work full time. We use drones on a daily basis for our work. We've done a little over 2,000 flights in the last couple of years, but I've been wanting to get out of the real estate side of work. I understand how many different use cases drones can provide, and I know the potential they can bring. So my question is, what do you guys think the best route of work would be coming from real estate? The two sides of work I've been looking into are for roofing companies and for construction progress monitoring. Two different fields of work, but it seems like this would be a nice way to kind of ease into this industry more. Would this be a good starting point? What fields would you guys recommend starting in? So many options to choose from. Just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts are. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jake. Great question. And uh, man, what a benefit to you that you've had all that experience to kind of launch from. That's pretty cool. A lot of flights. Yeah. So if you were in Jake's shoes, where would you be going? I guess a lot of it depends on various variables like where do you live? What are the opportunities there? What do you enjoy? What do you want to do long term? There's a lot of factors. Yeah, no, and I think that that was kind of the first thing that we wanted to hit uh, as far as what those factors look like because are you looking for a more creative angle, a more technical angle, a more sustainable recurring revenue angle, um, something that constantly challenges you? Uh, You know, I think all those things really matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, obviously those are not questions that we can answer for you. But with that background that he described – Assuming all things being equal, meaning he's open to any of it. Yeah. What would you recommend? Well, you know, it really makes me think of the production that we just had last week here of updating our cell tower inspection course and and getting really valuable insights to our members. Because even while here, 
um, our good friend Lorenz was seeking pilots in Michigan to literally go out and fly. It was something like 400 towers, uh, you know, at $250, $300 a tower. I mean, you're talking 1200 to 1500 a day on the easy towers, up to four grand a day on the hard towers, because uh, there's really kind of three different types of towers, a monopole, self-supporting structure, and the guide wire structure, the really mm-hmm. tall stuff you see out in the planes. Um, honestly, that seems to be the next easiest uh, breakthrough because construction might provide creative opportunities for Jake and technical opportunities, but it might be harder to break into, which might be another valuable in variable in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a big part of this assessment. Um, you know, you kind of have to look at what would I enjoy? Who do I know? So for example, somebody came in to the office yesterday because there was an article done on us in the local newspaper, given that we were recently, um, that we're new to the, to the community here. And so an article was done and it's generated some interest in what we're doing here. And a gentleman stopped by nice guy, nice kid, And he was talking about, I've got a friend who's been trying to get me into this because he's flying and mapping for new solar farms. Mm. And then he's got another friend that's doing it. I can't remember what he said, if it was for some sort of, maybe it was a utility or something. And he said, so I'm just trying to learn and what do you guys do for in-person, blah, blah, blah. But the point is he had some connections and that's the way he was thinking. Huh. And so I think you kind of have to look at it that way unless you are in a position to where you can just write it out. So, for example, if you just cannot imagine doing anything in the drone business other than movies. okay, that's fine. You just got to know what you're in for and know that it could take a long time unless you have a, a really solid in into that industry. Otherwise, look for the opportunities in your area or for opportunities that are fresh and for which there are a lot of them and Cell Tower seems to be one of those. It was interesting, though, talking to Lorenz about it because he was very real about that opportunity. Yes, you can make good money, but he said it's not for everybody because it can be lonely, mm-hmm. right? And so you can be on the road quite a bit because obviously, as we all know, particularly as the tower infrastructure spreads, they're all over the place, which means like we have one literally right behind here that is massively populated, Yeah, meaning there's a ton <laughs> yeah. of cell infrastructure on there. Uh-huh. But there's plenty of those that are out probably west in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they all have to be inspected. They all have to be dealt with. So if you're up for that, man, that's a great opportunity. Man, think of like the towers up up 34 into the canyon. Gosh, those have to be really hard to get to. Totally, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Uh, and yeah, I... Well, you know, to your point, I think a a question that we would like to, I would like to task on all of you uh, with this question is what do these opportunities look like in five years? You know, with the market environment the way that it is right now, I think having those connections and working off of those business connections is going to be more valuable than trying to make maybe new inroads. Um, Unless you're solving a very particular specific problem for someone Mm -hmm. and they desperately need that. I mean, I think relationships are everything. With that said, what does it look like uh, doing real estate, you know, in five years? Heavy volume, you know, low margin, redundant, mundane, or, you know, something like film, right? Everyone's like, oh, I just want to work on set. And it's like, well, 
you know, for a couple of weeks, you might have a steady income, but then what about always focusing on that next project? And sometimes that's difficult, especially if you're filming in places like New Mexico, Southern California, where you may be out in the middle of nowhere on some of these like, you know, dude ranches. And can you really keep up that cycle of sustainability? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really would task everyone with the question of what does the opportunity that you want look like in five years? Yeah, for sure. Something like movies and film and so forth. You, To make that a sustainable opportunity, I think you might have to move to where there's a concentration of that going on. Totally. And, and that changes, by the way, because New Mexico has been a hotbed for production for quite a while. My understanding is that that's changing. And a lot of these movie production houses or whatever the heck they're called are moving elsewhere for various reasons. The reasons don't even matter. But you've got to be willing to move around a lot potentially for something like that that sounds exciting. I also would say keep a very open mind to opportunities that you might not be aware of that the masses probably are not aware of. I think of anything, uh, even something like lucid and if you can make that work which there's various ways to do that they have a cleaning drone and they're growing and they're selling a lot of these drones and and maybe you become a pilot for sunbelt mm-hmm. because a company like that that is going to be buying a lot of drones and going to be integrating a new benefit of drones into their rental infrastructure they need pilots and there's going to be a lot more of that so there's a lot that we don't even know but yeah to to try to look out five years number one it's very difficult in this industry because it's changing so fast but it's a good exercise well to your point about unique not well-known opportunities in the drone industry i have been wanting to ask you if you're up for an experiment yes I, you know, with all these new... It's business related, so I feel safe. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Personal related, you should feel safe too. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) But um, like you think about all the new developments like mine that are on the edge of farmland and they get really dusty really quickly with these, these spring winds, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, I actually asked Andrew from Lucid, I was like, send me the window cleaning kit for our C1 because I want to I want to try something. And I told him it was for content, which is true. Um, but I also want to run a thought experiment of if you could charge $250 to $300 to power wash someone's house and then upsell on windows or upsell on cleaning solar panels, I feel like you could make three to $500 per house in about an hour long job uh, with a C1 Lucid cleaning drone. And I also say that in regards to uh, cell tower, not cell tower, solar inspections, right? Everyone's using drones to inspect solar installations. They're using them to notate where there are problems. But there, there's a missing step. And I feel like this, this step is kind of abundant in the drone industry, especially in ag, which is how do we go from interpretation of data to action on data? And when it comes to solar inspections, you know, you can use one drone to conduct the solar inspection, but you could use the Lucid C1 drone to then be paid to clean said panels because you can clean them at a rate that people really couldn't do. Some people would say, well, is that the solution or having something like a Roomba, you know, a Roomba on top of the panels? And I'm like, well, at three to five milliwatt panels, I'm not sure that you'd be able to put enough water in those Roombas. Well, not to mention, would you have to manually move it for each one? 
I think you would. Oh yeah, that's not an option. Yeah. And so you that. so you think about this, there's a lot of specific data on how fast solar panels lose efficiency due to wind, due to dust, due to debris, due to them just getting dirty. It's something between 20 and 25% of lost efficiency in just one year, which could set up a recurring revenue job for you right there. It could. You know, I, we talked about this a few episodes back a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, I remember doing some research and it was really interesting to see the disparity between those who say it is a big issue and those who say it's not that big of an issue. I don't know what the answer is. That's why I want to go do it. Do it. Yeah. Try it. To figure it out for market ourselves. Market conditions. <laughs> this is like the Rob way of going about it. The market will tell us, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> in terms of pricing, but in terms of... Um, in terms of whether or not cleaning solar panels, particularly in mass for a large installation, for example, matters much, I'm really curious because it was really kind of frustrating. It's it's like coffee. Coffee's going to kill you. Coffee's going to save you from cancer. I don't know which one's true, but um, I think it depends on what kind of water you use. I think yeah, I think it depends <laughs> on do you like coffee or not. If you don't, it's going to kill you. Uh, if you do, it's going to save you. Mm. That's how I think it works. <laughs> well, I only said that because this morning there was this random report from the CDC finally admitting that fluoride is a neurotoxin and shouldn't be in our water supply. Fluoride? You mean the stuff that's in our toothpaste? Yep. That we use every day and yeah, have for yeah, 100 yeah. million years, whatever. Oh, yeah. And the specific data said that they found that on average between 5 and 15-year-olds that were drinking water with fluoride in it, their IQ would decrease 5 IQ points. And they were then saying that that's a national security hazard because it would drop a vast majority of the population into, um, oh, what was the word? It wasn't the R word. It was like mentally incapable or something like that. Like... Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it Shut was, up. It was really I, interesting. I, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? It was just no, so these, these stupid studies are stupid. Mm. And it's just like in our media, uh, don't get me started. The whole bank run thing. Stop worrying about that. Okay. Please stop worrying about the whole bank run thing. Oh, it, you're going to get me all worked up. Well, I don't want, I kind of want that and I kind of don't want yeah. that. No, I'm, no, I'm really curious on the bank run point, but I Has don't want- Has it happened? No. No, because 95% of deposits are insured fine. Yeah. People don't have that much money in their bank accounts. It's just stupid. Yeah. And we make a big deal and cause the whole world to be in an uproar for a few banks. You know, it's, yeah, we shouldn't talk about this, but that was something that was talked about <laughs> at the last meeting that I was in. And they're just saying that maybe the panic causes the actual panic and there's not a real problem. <laughs> and I was like, huh, the interesting. The question is, <laughs> why are they doing that? They being the people that we all listen to. Mm. But we don't need to get into that. Let's get back to drones. I was about to be like, on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we could. I mean, I think that uh, we've certainly given Jake a few things to think about. And, uh, man, I feel like I'm just all over the place today, so my apologies, but uh, hopefully it's helpful. I, I mean, I think, you know, you're just kind of recapping it all. When you look at these various variables of what direction, what path, what navigation to take, I would say that I think you're going to hear some bias from me on think of recurring revenue jobs that are technically based, but also provide creativity as well, because you have to have a little spark of creativity to keep things new, fresh, bright and willingness to work. But the technical jobs pay more, have better margins, and you can build teams of pilots to work under you. 
That's what Lorenz did. He was a DroneU member and then went to our mapping class years ago and now manages dozens of pilots. So, I mean, I really challenge all of you to think of where do I want to be in five to 10 years? I know for many of you, uh, flying drones is a passion project. Um, and for many of you, it turns into something very serious. But I, I challenge you to think about what direction do you ultimately want to take and think of where are you wanting to be in five to 10 years and kind of reverse engineer from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Well, I like it. That's going to do it for us today. I'm going to get Rob to pop off in the background so I can find out more about this bank run. But oh, we've already <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> but that's going to do you it know. for us today. Let me put it this way. I invested in a bank yesterday. Uh-oh, And it's doing go. very well today. Dropping bombs. <laughs> I like it, Rob. I like it. <laughs> um, Fill those gaps, baby. Yeah, I feel like this podcast is going to very quickly turn into a financial <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, we're not, I'm not that smart, uh, but that would be fun to like pretend. It really Anyways. It really would. Well, thank you very much for joining us as always. If you have a question, askdroneu.com. If you're not a member taking advantage of all the new courses that we've dropped just in the last few months, you really should. Think of things like the Mavic 3 Enterprise Don't Crash course now up, the M30T, the M300, the Mini 3 Pro. We just have courses going up like clockwork. I'm really excited about the new Kula course uh, coming out. We're working with a lot of new instructors to help drive a vision of where you can take your career and where you can dictate your story. And so we really appreciate all the members who have been with us uh, through the thick and through the thin. The community is on fire right now. I just want to say thank you to all of you. If you're not a DroneU member and you listen to this show, why not? On that bombshell, my name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask DroneU. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.